All right, all right. Welcome, Cardinal fans, to another post-game show edition of the Third Banner Pod. This is our 40th show together, guys. Can't believe it's already been 40 shows. I'm really excited to be on tonight after a big Cardinal win over Virginia Tech at home. Defense really dominated the show tonight, uh, so I was really happy to see that. Uh, tonight, guys, we've got myself, Ty, and we've got Kyle, and Ross will be hopping on soon and maybe – uh, might be able to have one of his buddies on with him too. So we'll see what happens when Ross hops on. But guys, let's dive right in. What'd you guys think tonight? Oh man, if you would have told me that, uh, you know, I know that's why we all wanted Jeff Brom was because he's known as a great defensive coach and mm -hmm. a great running coach. That's exactly what we all expected when we hired Jeff Brom, right? <laughs> as usual, Ross is pitch black. So uh, <laughs> he's in there. Hey, welcome, Ross. But, yeah, uh, you know, if you would have told anybody that, hey, you know, we're going to be this defensive juggernaut and we're going to run the ball and we're going to set up a pass with a run, I don't think any of us saw that coming. And it just impresses me that much more because that was my big concern about hiring Coach Braum was, well, are we going to have a defense? Is he going to bring Ron English in because, you know, I watched them at Purdue. I didn't really hold it against them what happened under Cragthorpe, but I did kind of – I was skeptical about Purdue. But it becomes more evident. It becomes more evident every single day or every single game that we play that the problem was probably the personnel at Purdue and he couldn't do what he wanted to, and now he can. Before I hand it off to you guys, I just want to welcome Wesley Keys, Robbie, Evan, uh, Welch, Welcome, welcome to the Third Banner Pod tonight. We'll let you guys keep rolling on in. We're going to celebrate tonight. I'm going to pass it off to one of you guys. Man, what a dominating defensive performance. Um, Virginia Ass Tech, whooping. like, yeah. For, for the Over the last few weeks, Beating. Virginia Tech's offense has really kind of figured it out. And, um, you know, Drones has been impressive since he kind of took over for Wells and they our defense just shut them out pretty much all night long. Um, and that's two back-to-back -back just great defensive performances. Um, I said it in the Discord when we were watching live, like I feel like a lot of us in there kind of need to eat some crow about Ron English because he is he is in his bag as of recently. His defense is is lights out. They follow their assignments, they know where to be, and uh they're making plays, man. They're making plays. It's a and then, year so far for the it, it is. And then efficiently on offense, man, the, the efficiency was was glaring. I mean, Jack Plummer, 11 of 12, 141 yards and a touchdown. Didn't wasn't Jeff asked to do too much. 12 throws. I, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. And then Grindo, 11 carries, 146 yards. He had a career day today. Um, what a win, man. It was a dominating performance. Let me let me tell you, uh, you know, I called into the post game show a stat that I think is just absolutely glaring, just hits you right in the face when you're talking about just dominance today. They had 140 something yards of total offense. Now you look, Garendo had just about that today himself. 146 had rushing yards. We had 230-something yards, 231, I think, rushing yards offense. We had 90 more yards of rushing offense than they had total offense. I mean, that is an ass-whipping. That mm -hmm. is an ass-whipping. That, that tells me you could see that stat 
and I would be highly surprised if it were. There's there's not even one out of ten times you could see that stat and say the other team was even close. When you're doing that, it is you're controlling the time of possession. You're you are controlling the tempo. You're controlling everything about that game. We were never tested in that game, so. I, you know, I, I thought after last week when we beat Duke and we and we handled them convincingly, uh, I was like, okay, I, I I see it. We are a different team at home. But after today, to follow that up after Duke, I mean, we are just a completely different team at home than what we've seen on the road thus far. Right. Which that being said, not looking ahead, but. We can talk about it, but Virginia, I feel sorry for you because you ain't got a, a hell's chance next week. Sorry, you don't. I mean, it's just it's just not going to happen. It's not. Yeah, I'm with you, Ross. I, I don't think we're going to lose another regular season game. I think we're on our way to the ACC championship game. Um, and to echo what you were saying about the defense, it's really incredible. Uh how few yards we gave up and only three points when you consider the fact that we also only had, uh, we, we almost only got one turnover. So it's not like they were just turning the ball away over turning yeah. the ball over. And that's why they weren't gaining yards. I mean, our defense was just shutting them down all night long, constantly in the backfield. I mean, it was fun to watch. Honestly, I said this earlier today, but that, that defense today, I mean, it's starting to give me vibes of that 2004 defense. Uh, Ross, Kyle, you guys probably remember what I'm talking about here. That year, we had two shutouts, one of those at Keenan Stadium at North Carolina uh, in yep. a route. I believe it was 30-0 to zero in that game. Oh, uh, okay. We also had six total games where we held the other, other team to single digits or less. Uh, so this defense is starting to give me vibes of that year. Um, so And that was a very special team. In fact, I felt – I've always felt like that team was probably actually better than the the team that beat Wake Forest in the Orange Bowl. Uh, I just mean, because of, of so many NFL players that came off that old four team. Yeah. Honestly, the way that we can get pressure with the front four and they rotate them so frequently too, you know, like that you you've got a lot of players on a defensive line that are the, that are playing lots. They're yeah, no, they're them out. yeah they're, they're, they are subbing them out often. And the fact that they're able to so consistently, no matter who's in there, get pressure, that to me is very reminiscent of Charlie Strong and Vance Bedford defenses. Their, their defense was their defenses were built on that, on that, you know, the seven in the box, so to speak. And really around those defensive lines, when you look at what they had, we had superb defensive line play under those guys when Charlie, Vance, Clint Hurt, when they were running the ship. And this is, you know, we 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 have had some guys come through here um, since then, you know, with with Grantham's defenses and the way he called a game, whether it be uh, Grenard or Devontae Fields or, you know, there, there, there have been a few other guys. But this defensive line as a whole, the way they're able to contribute, 
I mean, they're just it, – it's literally 10 guys that are playing nonstop, and we are just dogging the hell out of teams' offensive lines. I mean, we're just giving them so much problems, so many problems. Well, and if you would have told me that this year's defense would be better than last year's after we lost – Two absolute studs to the NFL, Yasser Abdullah and, and Yaya Diaby, among others. I mean, I just would have been – I don't know. I would have said, man, especially with Coach Braum coming in. I mean, let's just be honest. They weren't really known for defense. I made a joke at the opening of the yeah. pod. But, yeah, it just becomes more apparent every day that Ron English, with his personality has right now, my heads know, are cramping. You know, I don't know if it's that he's just adjusted because it didn't work at Purdue when he didn't bring pressure, or if, if it is because the personnel here allows him to do a bit more. It's probably a combination of the two. But I love the way he's dialing things up right now. He doesn't always bring pressure, but he disguises it well when he does bring it. And sometimes he'll it looks like he's coming to bring bring the house and he drops them all back, but he does it in key moments. And my my only criticism of him this entire year has been sometimes against a new, brand new quarterback he'll just try to get away with rushing four. But we, other than that, but that's like you're talking about like like he gets an A plus so far this year for everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you had to nitpick something, but I mean he is he's got us in a position to have a historical defense if we can continue this and. Our lot, man, our front four is a problem, man. I mean, it's a problem. And then you pair that, our linebackers are a lot better. I mean, Watts is all over the place. He's a madman out there. Yeah, he and, is. Uh, He's a our, problem. Our linebackers are really good. And that's where I thought we'd struggle the most. And see, I thought when we got Keith Brown, I thought, well, okay, Keith Brown's going to be a starter and he's going to be a big key piece because we don't have a whole lot else. Well, I was wrong and he's not even hardly playing. So, and and we're killing it. So it's like it's insane. And then you look at, of course, our secondary. You pair that with our our line, and it's just, it's ins, it's insane on defense. And this is without MJ Griffin. It's without arguably our best defensive player, yeah. maybe Ben Perry yep. and Ashton. He was right there with them, though. If you really remember what he did last year when he got his chance, hey, he's like, we're doing he, that without him. He made our different like. By week four last year, when MJ Griffin was getting the majority of the snaps, it made all safety, the he he made everybody better. He made everybody better that was in front of him. Like he is a difference maker. And so the fact you're right, like the fact that we're doing this without a player that we expected to have this year of his caliber, it's insanity, man. Dude, it, I mean, it, it, coaching staff, man. Turning this roster around like they did, and then getting them to buy in, and and doing a whole new scheme this year with with a four down lineman, and it's just it's 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 impressive, man. Well, and it, you know, look here. Here's my thing too. I always said, I always said that we had no business, we had no business running three down linemen at a school like ours. Now, I will just say, like, if we were a Bama or we were a Notre Dame or we were one of the traditional blue bloods and you can attract those high-caliber uh, zero-technique nose tackles. Pass rushers, yeah, and stuff like no, that. No, not even, not even pass rushers. We can get those. You can, you can develop those. 
you what you have to get in a in a in a system like that is you have to have the next level zero technique nose tackle to be able to occupy double teams at all times and that is those those players are few and far between those are the ones and macro you, is hoping we get in on the same macro, yeah, and, and macro was, is all about you, that you are talking uh, macro's language now you can uh you know you can develop those you can groom them and you can you can you can get those players if you recruit them but it, it is it is very hard to find them because they're so few and far between. And traditionally, all those players that are the high caliber zero technique nose tackles that you need, they go to all the blue bloods. You're just you're you're facing such an uphill battle. So, a school like us, we are much we are much uh, more capable of competing at a high level when you have four defensive linemen. It's just the way it is. You got more guys up there in the box. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm about to turn this NC State game on. I don't think they're going to beat Miami because their offense is just not very good. But I'm, I mean, hey, I'm rooting for them. Well, if, the if we one game that we really need to be watching, I mean, obviously NC State, Miami too, but Washington and USC is another one that we, we need to keep a close eye on because USC is up 21 to 14 here in the second quarter. That game, I think Evan said it in the chat, perhaps. Yeah. Evan said it. Washington USC is about to be played in the fifties. He's, he's right. That's high scoring game right now. And that's going to have a lot of implications for, and you talked about it, Ross, we can kind of look a little bit ahead. Obviously we still have, you know, we got to take it one game at a time, but at eight and one, and being 13th in the rankings, the college football playoff rankings, you have to start looking ahead a little bit. It's hard not to. NC State's up 7-3. Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma today was huge for us. That was huge. Ty put uh, Couch House's comment about Watts back up on the screen. Was it you in the Discord that was really high on Watts? Uh, yeah, uh, me and UL Cards are actually the co-founders of the, the Antonio Watts, Watts fan club. Couch House, he's been around this year. I think he had his best game today, but he's he's had some good games. I he caught my eye in the Georgia Tech game, actually. He like he had some big plays in the Georgia Tech game. Um and I think I feel like ever since when he's you know, the time that he's got, he's been very solid. Robbie, I mentioned the DBs. I see where I see your comment there. I mentioned with pairing with our secondary and Storm Duck held his own. That's another thing we did not have. Arguably our best corner. I mean, we've argued. I think Quincy Ryder is our best cover corner. I don't think that's debatable. Brownlee's really good, though, in the run support and a and a good cover corner. So his run support kind of helps him catch up. Uh, who who got joining us over there? Is that Chris? Nope. All right. Oh. oh that's, that's 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 uh, Twats. Twats. <laughs> twats. Okay. Yeah. This uh, is Travis. What's up, guys? Travis? How y'all what's doing? Up? What's going up, on, man? man? Just What'd enjoying you listening. You guys are doing great. Appreciate it. What do you think, man? About the football game? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. But let's hear yeah. your words. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't have to say anything. It, it, it's phenomenal. True. The defense, Ron English. My gosh, who is this guy? I haven't. Uh, I knew he was going to be great, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> never, exactly. never a doubt. Never a Where doubt. did this come from? Where did this come from? I'm, I'm, I'm speechless with him. Our, uh, our offensive line looks phenomenal. Yeah, with with multiple guys out, it's oh, crazy. Man. 
<laughs> it is. It is. Jawar Jordan, my gosh, dude. The, I mean, even Garendo looked phenomenal today. Garendo had a even, I mean, there was a couple of holds that, that got called back. The dude, just, he runs hard. I don't that know what hold, to say. That one hold was bullshit. I was watching the tight end on that play, like, don't hold, don't hold, don't hold. And yeah. I was pumped because I didn't think he did. I was like, yes. And then yeah. all of a sudden the, they, they show the flag on a little scoreboard and the yellow. I'm like, no, no. But it didn't even matter. It didn't no. even matter. Yeah, and I'll be honest, like, uh, you know, we were getting to the end of the second half. Um or maybe even the beginning of the of the uh, I, I say second half. I meant second quarter. End of the second quarter, going even the beginning of the second half, and you know they kind of threatened a couple times, and I was like, man, that missed field goal is a big deal because we could be up seventeen to nothing or seventeen to three. We'd be up two touchdowns right now. I thought it. I thought there was a chance in that in that period where that could have come back to kind of haunt us but it just it just did not and the the defense just did not stop there really wasn't a point in the game where i thought that it was in jeopardy i feel Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the duke game like i felt like we were going to win the game regardless of what happened regardless of whatever virginia tech or what duke did last week i feel like we were going to win the game like there there was just too much you could you could see it in the players you could see it Mm -hmm. in the sidelines there was just too much there to let the other team win the game. And I mean, credit Brom, man. I mean, Brom is, I feel like he just gets the team ready every week. Right. Well, stands the Pittsburgh game, but you know, you, you, you come back at home and you just know, I feel like there's not a team that's going to beat us at home. So, well, I, I actually mean, feel like the Pittsburgh game, I feel like we did come out rolling and then yeah, I feel yeah. like, I feel like the coaches kind of got ahead of themselves and it got went in panic mode. Yeah, uh, I think what was working, but I mean that that is you know there's also here's what I've done with the pick game how I rationalize in my mind I'm like okay we lost pick game it sucked but we squeaked out a win against Georgia Tech we could have easily lost we yeah. were uh, honestly I really think IU if they call a better play at the half yard line they probably get in because we were real and thankfully they did not they did the most predictable play ever and we stopped it. Props to the defense, nonetheless. And then, of hey, course, NC freshman, State game, freshman linebacker Stan Clark yeah. made that play. Yeah, he did. He did. And then NC State, I mean, that was another one. It was like, oh, my God. Like, it just took everything. Jack didn't have a great game, and our defense bailed us out. But yeah. uh, I look at those, and we won three out of the four game, Or we won three yeah. out of three at the barn burners, and then the pick game happened. So, I'll yeah, take I mean, it. I'll yeah, take and, it. And looking back at the season, too, I mean, it's just like it's – We've built on it. Like, if we were going to take those losses, it was going to be early in the season because you got a new system, new coach, yeah. new players, and yeah. new transfers and stuff. And it's right. just like we did, we managed to win those games. Yep. And that's why it's just such a letdown with Pitt. I mean, I hate to drag on that, but it's just like, man, what could have been hindsight, you know? But we're just going to keep building now. And I, I feel like, man, yep. we're just going to keep rolling. Yeah. I mean, it, my, it, Miami look out for sure because Miami is one of those games. But by God, we're gonna fucking truck Kentucky. Sorry for the language. We're, we're gonna truck. Twenty-one days, boys. Twenty-one days. Twenty-one days. How, how many? How many days, Ash? How many right days? Twenty-one. Twenty-one days. Dude, that, that, right can, that Kentucky yeah, Louisville game is gonna look a like uh, look. That Kentucky Louisville game is gonna look a, a lot like the Duke game. Like we are just gonna shut them down. I, I think so. I think so. Let's get healthy. 
Let's get healthy, and we're going to shut them down. Trent, I think you're right. I think you're right. Do you do you do have a radio voice? <laughs> he says you have a radio <laughs> voice. I agree with that. I was thinking that when you were sitting there talking, I was like, okay, hey, that's hey, where you have a radio face. Take over a pod, man. Hey, uh, don't tell me I got a radio face. Yeah, Just that's, like, that's way better than having a radio <laughs> hey, face. Listen, listen to this, Paul face. Rogers. Listen to this, Paul Rogers. Go. All right. Well, Lamar Jackson here. Uh, we're we're doing a little interview here after the game of the Clemson, and uh, you know you had a great game, and uh, you you threw for 400 yards. You rushed for another 150, and uh, you threw to James Quick. James Quick just ran out of bounds a little too early. It's all right. You guys had a great game. What do you, what do you think about your performance tonight? Man, Coach Bobby just told me to go in there and make plays. Bobby just told me he just called me to go in there and make plays. <laughs> I can't I can't do it right now, man. No, he's he's got that Paul that's Rogers. Pretty good. That. That's yeah, pretty good Paul Rogers. Yeah, that's like a young Paul Rogers. Me and uh, Paul Wall slash Rogers were cool. We're cool. Paul Wall. <laughs> hey, Man. I just want to let you guys know. Hey, I tune in your all's podcast all the time. I love it. I got I got different monikers on the YouTube when I when I throw in there and just just put my little chime in. But you guys are great, you, Kyle. Kyle, you you're phenomenal, man. Uh, Ash, you're phenomenal. And uh, wait, wait. I know this guy up here on the top right. Um, oh, no. Ty, no, Ty, Ty, Ty. Okay, Oh, yeah, yeah. No, dude, you're the Ty, Ty, Ty guy. Ty guy. Ty guy. Ty guy. I appreciate no, I love, that, I love man. The Canes guy. guy. Yeah, the Canes yeah. Guy, yeah. Canes lover. Oh, yeah. He's the one that likes the cane sauce, right? Yes, sir. He's the one that likes the cane sauce. Yes, sir. I'm not going to hate. Oh, man. It's always good listening to you guys. And I'm glad to be on with, uh, with Ross here, even though we're in the dark, getting kind of – Weird over here, but you know, hey, you call in a lot more, Ross, man. He's just never in the same play. It's like I feel like Ross could be anywhere from like the middle of the dark alley on the west end to like the back of a strip club, VIP. Tuning in over here. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, Ross is now. He was driving last. Time. He was an Uber driver last time. He was yeah. door dashing. I was I was delivering food. people's food last week. He was delivering food last time. I mean, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, yeah man. A DoorDash action. What's up? Did Ross bring on his gay lover? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Hey, I did and leave it alone. Hey, easy, fellas. Easy. I'm uh. single now. So. Oh, shit. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm over here watching the NC State game side-eyed. They're up 7-3, to three, but Miami's marching. If we can – man, if NC State can do mm. us a solid. Mm. I know. That would be huge. Look, but. we're gonna we're gonna run through Virginia. Oh, I have we're no doubt about we're. It. Hey, you know, listen, you, listen. You, you ever seen the Marshawn, uh, Marshawn Lynch clip where he's just like over and over and over yeah. and over 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 and over. And he's like, "What do you think that means?" He's like, "Run through a motherfucker face." Like that's what we're gonna do to Virginia next week. Sorry, like I. I can't dub that like that's a direct quote from Marshawn Lynch, right? That is what we're gonna. That's what we're bringing next week. We are about to just destroy that team. I'm sorry, they got. They don't have an offense. That Virginia Tech offense coming into today, yeah, they didn't. They haven't faced a lot of opponents like us in the big wins that they have. But they had found offense. Drones has been a problem. And we made him look like a first starting quarterback today. Virginia. Yeah, to supplement Virginia, that, Drones was 12 of 21, 69 yards and an interception. That's his first interception on the year. 
Yeah, I mean they they made him look his like first interception on the year. That's his yeah. first interception. Well, he's only yeah. been. Hey, he's what, only about been that, what about that interception though? That was wild. Mm, that I don't wild catch that. Oh my god! Like mm. that was sheer insanity. I don't know if he caught it or if he just reflexively had the ball land perfectly in his hands. But either way, it was insane. Um, I did see where. Evans said, how about a shout-out for Brian Hudson? He deserves it, too. What a tough dude. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Brian Hudson's been gutting through it all almost ever since the BC game. So That's a yeah. friend of the pod, Brian Hudson, by the way. Yeah, friend of the that, pod. that is correct. Yeah, where's pod. your boy? Mr. Khan. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody Connor. Connor is a good dude. Hey, Ty. Ty, talk that ish. Talk that ish. Talk that ish about Connor. Why he's about, not here? Come about on. Connor. Yeah, there's still plenty of time. We'll get. We'll get into. Some I feel Connor like the hate. fifth window is going to pop up real quick. And Connor's <laughs> yeah. Say, What's up? You'll man? see the fifth one. He'll he'll be coming in. Where is Tennessee? Shit. Ma- macro. You're right. We are dominating the line of scrimmage. So how do you mm-hmm. feel, Macro? I know you want the four star, top two fifty defensive tackles. You you've let us know. But how do you feel about these guys that are being developed, man? I mean, we. I feel like we've got them now. I mean, they may not came in that way, but they are now. And with the injuries we've had and what, what's going on with our offensive line, it's, it's, uh, man, it's refreshing to have that. Like, I felt like under, I, I mean, you go back in time and you, you look at like strong years and like the offensive line was, was good. And then it was, it's depleted. And then you got Petrino his first couple of years and we got freaking, uh, what's old boy, a uh, Hewley, Tobias Hewley in there, freaking oh, uh, yeah. snapping it. And then it's just like from then on, like the offensive line is just like under Ledford and it's just kept building and building and building. Yeah. And finally, the hey, trenches no are like, well, that's, Hewley, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point. Hewley owes yeah. me a meal because one time I was sitting up in row, row Z up like way up top and he snapped the ball and I had a nosebleed. And the ball just hit me right in the head, way up top, top <laughs> of the stadium. They say you're in the nosebleeds, and that's correct because he snapped the ball so far above the quarterback's head, smacked me right in the nose. But I, all, <laughs> all seriously, being serious though, man, we have come a long way. We have come a very long way. Yeah, I mean, yes, just think about. Sorry, I pushed the wrong button there. Think about how far we've come from Tobias Hewley, Keola uh, no, Mahoney. Keola Mahoney and Khalil Hunter as our interior linemen. I mean, I will, it's... I will never forget Hunter falling over before the play started at the Houston oh, game. I, I did forget about that The Houston game, the Houston game. Oh my god! He just fell backwards. He just fell over before the play even started. What's uh, worse, that or when Anonymous? Anas Mamu got a basket interference on himself against Michigan. I, I <laughs> Khalil Hunter. Khalil was sure. far more embarrassing because I don't know a basket interference on yourself. I think we need to go replay that. Shot. I'm going to look that play up. I think we need to watch it again. That and and, was- and listen, listen. Ty, the way he did it too, he literally was just like it was so it was, it was slow it motion. Knees knees locked in place, elbows locked in place. Just fell straight backwards. I mean, if there was ever a dude that had been seeing a ghost of Ed Oliver in that game, it was Khalil Hunter. Like that game. Thought, the way he fell backwards, you would have thought he found out he was going to be a father and just fainted. Wait, hey, yeah. I, let's put let's put this up on the screen since we're talking about it. Hold on, let me. Oh, you got it. it? Yeah, Damn, that was dude. fast. That was fast. Ty's quick with it. Tonight. Is it is it on? All right, cool. Oh shit! Oh my gosh, you got it. You are quick, man. You're faster than Jimmy Johnson. Oh no! 
Oh, it's no. so bad. It's so bad. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Oh, man. Oh, let me see the crowd. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back to the girl. At least tell me that was a Houston fan. Oh, no. It's just... How did Lamar Jackson do what he did with that offensive line? I will never understand it. Oh my he, god. Khalil well, Hunter is going to be thinking about and oh my god. for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, the, the fact that he was able to do, I mean, and, and we're getting off topic, but the fact that That's he was right. able to do what he did with that interior line. Man, and and honestly, how the staff was able to mask that offensive line's deficiencies for nine games is absolutely incredible. Well, really, I don't even think it was the staff. I just think it was Lamar's athletic ability. You know, like I think it was – I mean, you look at back of that staff, like who do we have? We had freaking Nick Petrino as Lamar's quarterback coach. I mean, I don't think there was any masking there. I think it was just Lamar was just such a well, special player that he just made it happen. I, I mean, I agree with that, but they definitely did because you look at the week before that, literally five days before, we were playing Clemson. We were all down in Clemson. Me yeah. me and him were down there. You were going against a, a Clemson defensive line that, fe- that featured uh, uh, Dexter Lawrence, Watkins, uh, Cleveland Farrell, and uh, who was the fourth one? Christian Wilkins, maybe? No, that that Wilkins is what I meant, not Watkins. It was Watkins, Cleveland Farrell, Dexter Lawrence, and there was a fourth one on the other side opposite of Cleveland Farrell. The fact that that, that offensive line was able to be competent against all four of those dudes went to the NFL. I, most of them are still yeah. playing. They were They're all first-round picks, too. I did want yeah. to talk about, like, to stick to the game. That way we can kind of not lose people here on the – Yeah, like, I know. I'm right. sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I was going to see, like, we, we we should pull up some tweets. I'll share some tweets in the in the mm-hmm. group there that we can pull up just to kind of recap the game. I kind of want to do these on post games where we recap some of the better tweets of the night. Or do you mm-hmm. want to start with uh, Brom in the locker yes. room? Brom in the locker room. Let's start with that. Oh, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this. I have not seen it. Congrats. Tip of my hat. All you guys uh, did a great job. We got some unselfish players here, too, as well. Great job on defense again. Dominated as well. Getting sacks, getting negative plays, Mm. getting turnovers. Limit them to only 140 yards total. Congrats. That's a bad 140 yards total. That's a badass. Yeah, hoodie. I was looking I need at that hoodie, hoodie. Man, where do you get that? You, and listen, you know what's awesome? I, don't like I know it. we 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 know it's coming, right? We still haven't gotten that Brom pre-game throw a chair, punch an old lady. Like we haven't gotten that locker room. Like we haven't gotten that locker room video yet. But something tells me he's going to give it to us. In that U of K game, yes. For the yeah. UK he game, did. he's going to take Katari's hicks and break him over his knee and throw him into the <laughs> throw him into the that he's Rutherford, whiteboard. That Rutherford Doomerville. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh no, it's a tombstone. It to it's Hicks, a tombstone. Why does it have to be Hicks? <laughs> I feel like Rutherford's got the Twitter game. He's always he he always brings it strong. But oh, he he, he is. Look, Elvis Doomerville somewhere, and Rutherford remembers that when Mark when Marcus Vick. 
stomped on his leg. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Then I was down at the Gator Bowl when that happened too. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was wrong. Oh, stomped on the back of his knee. Mark Ennis says Louisville should play or plan to bring in Wolf Mother for the UK game uh, to play Joker in the Feath. Like that would hey. be awesome. That hey, would be I was so saying. Awesome. I was saying. I was saying today. So we're coming out to Wolf Mother. At, at you know when we run out of the tunnel and yeah. we're also playing it at the beginning of the fourth quarter like we always had mm-hmm. that that's our song now that is our song like 100 it's ours it is ours nope. i heard kansas state trying to say it was theirs no nah, it's nah. ours no nah. well, hey hey jojo stone hey, revenge of the third man of pop we have waited months LSU and we have, and we have the shit. go-to source for jojo stone news and ash <laughs> here on the show tonight Ash, take a victory lap for your for your efforts. You had that all the way. Hey, I just have to say, uh, you know, when Alabama beats LSU tonight, that gap in the college football playoff rankings is going to grow a little bit more. So LSU is just going to keep on falling behind us even more. Hey, yes, sir. Hey, play that video. Let's play it. Clip for it anybody, and ship it. We didn't play it last time we talked about it. But for anybody, Jojo yep. Stone, too. Our football team going to just take Jojo Stone, too. That's right. <laughs> That's it. Oh, they, they short-clipped it. He shortened right. it, yeah. That's on June 15th, by the way. We knew the whole time. We had a we had somebody that, that was telling us, like, hey, I've got somebody close in that camp. Yeah. They're, they're, they're telling us, you know, just give it time, be patient, you know, that the staff's doing a good job recruiting them. And here he is, JoJo Stone. Welcome to Louisville. And real, real quick, I, I just have a quick question for you guys because – just watching the game and thinking about our defense. Who tonight? Who was our best player on defense today? I think it was Mason. I, I really do. But yeah. Watt was a close second. I mean, the way it was really it, impressive today. It's hard. It's hard to overlook. Like I, I know that Virginia Tech uh, has their deficiencies, right? But I, I, I literally watched them against Syracuse what a week ago on a Thursday night game, and Jerome was able to throw that ball downfield plenty. So, to me, like, Quincy Riley's ability not only to shut shut down Um, an entire side of the field, but to do it when Brownlee is out, like, that dude is an absolute stud. He's special. He is a special player. Yeah. Real quick, just looking at like our defense today, it uh our linebacker core all season has been so tremendously underrated. And they get better and better. They get better and better. Man, oh my god. Even Alderman today had some awesome play. I was was, like I was gonna say Alderman has been super impressive. And I thought he had a good game today. There's kind of quiet, but it was a good game. Uh Quinn had the interception and he had multiple tackles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And and like I said, Watts. I, I've been really impressed with Watts all year long, and I thought he had a nice game today too. So, so it looks yeah, like some Satterfield tweets coming in. Satterfield is very uh, upset. Inject said, the Satterfield shit into my. He said family. he told the team they will work with whoever shows up in the locker room tomorrow. What? <laughs> so is he expecting them all to quit? It is looking rough. <laughs> I'm just saving that. Oh it's man, just, that guy is. Oh, hey, he's living on the say, edge, bro. Listen, you should get... say I am only going to let a certain amount of kids show up due to the lack of effort. But you're like, you know, I'm going to work with whoever shows up. 
The rest of them can, I mean, they don't show up. It's fine. It's not like we're doing bad or did you, right now. Did you see, somebody posted in the Discord earlier, did you see those buyouts? No. It isn't so, 2024, his buyout after this year is like, I think it's like $19.5 million next well, year. Can. And in 2025, oh it's like 14. And then it dropped in 2026, it drops down to like 8.6. Can you imagine three years of Satterfield? Man. Three years from now, his buyout is still $8.6 million. I actually, I can out. because that's what it was when they paid us for him. So, yes, I can imagine that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Cincinnati, the real MVP of everything. Yeah. Evan, Evan, no, I don't think Sat will get canned based on what we just said. I don't think they have that kind of money. They, uh, they don't. That's that's do no they? Money. They gave us – how much did they pay us for him? How much uh, did they give us? Was it eight or six? I wish they paid us eight and a half million. I think it was – I, you know I thought I mean. it was like five something. I'll go, I'll go look it up and see what it is, but I mean – I'm just glad he's not our coach anymore yeah, because see, that dude, yeah. that dude was warm pudding, and I hated him, and he sucked. <laughs> warm pudding. <laughs> yeah, he sucked. Oh. I hated his ass so bad yeah. that we were never gonna do anything close to what we're doing right now. You, no, you never no. thought a game like today, a game like today with a with a sat staff and a sat play calling. We we could have lost this game. We might have won, but it would have been one of those like, oh, we won by like it, three points. Yeah, like, it would have been came down the wire. It would have like, been way closer than it needed to. Oh, oh interception! North Carolina State in the end zone. Let's go. He sucks, Damn. dude. He sucks. I just looked it up. It was three and a half, but still. There you go. Yeah, I thought it was around half, five. Three but... and a half mil too much. So, which it was eight and a half. Man, if we had what if, the if, hell is one? And <laughs> <laughs> if we still had sat and. Uh, Kenny Payne is our our basketball coach, man. I don't, I don't even know if life would be worth living right now. <laughs> I don't even know, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Did we go through all the tweets? I didn't know if we did or not. Uh, yeah, I've hit them all. I, I had JoJo Stone up there. If y'all want to talk about that some more. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about JoJo Stone. Uh, that that was something that's been in the works, like we said, for a long time, um, and. Here we are, JoJo Stone today at the game. He takes a picture crossing of the bridge, you know, the Ohio River. And within about five minutes, I think he pulled the trigger. So it was nice to see, you know, another four-star receiver. And why would you not want to come play for Coach Brom if you're a receiver right now? And by the way, shout out to the receivers. I know we didn't throw the ball very much, but they showed up and did what they needed to do without Jamari Thrash, which I, I, I was really nervous about that part of it. And I was – I was really nervous with all the injuries. Can we talk about Jane Thompson's uh, 13 mile per hour sprint to the end zone? <laughs> that was, bro. Hey, all break, no gas. Dude. I had time to get up and go to the bathroom and come back. And he still hadn't dropped the goal line. Bro, that was the slowest run I've ever seen. And he still didn't get caught. He still didn't get caught. It's, uh, I, I'm, I'm about to pull up the Greg Jennings clip because that's exactly what it was like. It was, and that was funny. Somebody posted that in the Discord, and then like I saw Mike Rutherford post, shared it too. It was funny, like the same, same clip. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it was, it was ugly. I, I was like, I've never you seen a podcast with all your dumbasses, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's getting in now. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a podcast with all us around, man. It just ain't gonna work. <laughs> hey, I, Chris is on there. It ain't gonna work, man. It ain't gonna happen. 
Oh, is that who that is? I can't yeah. see this so okay. dark. By the way, I have never felt more confident about a game until Kyle got nervous this week about a game. I was I so got nervous confident when we were going to win. Reports. I Do wasn't I? nervous about a home game. Hey, I when I get, hey, when I get nervous, it's a bad thing usually. I've been telling no, you No, I love man. it. I yeah. love it because I know we're going to win. Uh, <laughs> it might be a Pittsburgh? close game. It might be a close game, but Pittsburgh? I will win. Yeah. I thought Pittsburgh was a tra- – I said trap stew, baby. Y'all laughed at me in here. I said Pittsburgh's yeah. trap stew. But they you got also all the ingredients. You thought the five games before that were going to be close. They were. No, they weren't. Except for BC. Exactly. Okay. Notre Dame. <laughs> <You know what? laughs> okay. Except for the one game. And Murray State. Total yeah. domination. Yeah, Notre that's Dame good. wasn't close. But, well, I, I went back and forth on Notre Dame. I didn't know. Yeah. What, what, what about oh, Notre Dame? Dame Ross had that pick oh, months ago. Yeah. Me, yeah, me and Ash called it. Hey, what about Notre Dame, Chris? Yeah, so I had a bad day that day. It was a uh, yeah. I got, I got married that day. I couldn't. You know, I'm sorry. Like I had a one in fourteen shot. And I, I fucking nailed it. It was right. You know, it was right there. Like oh man. I, I don't know. I don't have anything. Hey, to I say felt really good about the Duke game, and other people were super nervous. I, I, I was. Not, I was nervous about I was the Duke like, game. Where, where I, I was nervous as hell. I was you nervous about, as hell. Like, I was. I'm all about the psychology. Like, I knew the hangover. Like, you get on a high after beating Notre Dame, for example. Yeah. And I say, awesome. And you got to go play Pittsburgh in the rain. You got to go play Nancy Boy Narduzzi. Like, it's just not – it's not fun. It's not a fun day. That game was a fluke, dude. It was a fluke. It is a fluke. Our coaches overlooked that game. They they, – our coaches did not respect that game. I'm sorry. Well, and and while we're talking about that, Ross, like, I, I said this before we started. That's why Virginia worries me a little bit because it's in the middle of the week. I know Virginia sucks; they have not been that good. And but because it's a Thursday night game, I just hope that the coaches and I, I figure the coaches will, but I hope the players still take it seriously one game at a time. Don't look ahead. We still have to get through this team before we get to anything that we really want to, you know, go for. But it worries me a little bit. Okay, I just want to say one thing. Me and Ross are not in a dungeon. I know it looks like that, but uh, the Virginia game doesn't worry me at all because it's at home. Yeah, it is at home. That is the it's one they, like, saving grace. Like, so there's been the last two games, like they've gotten past the 50 yard line twice in two teams. Yeah. So if our defense just keeps doing that against a bad team, yeah, we're fine. Yeah. Like yeah. our offense can do nothing and we'll win. Yeah. That's in my opinion. Like yeah, our I, defense at home has been amazing. You guys aren't in a dungeon. You're in like Ron Ron English. I was questionable about the hire when we hired him. Shut up, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> but like Ron English has called amazing games at home. Yeah. Like, yes. Amazing. Yeah, I mean it, it you know, and I and I can't help but think to me, like I can't help but think that like Jeff has been very vocal about that, you know, being like, "Look, we're at home. Give the give the crowd, get the crowd into it. the 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 crowd will be there. The defense will feed off of it. Just get them engaged, and we will win this game. Like, call the game more. Call the game more aggressively. And when you look at when you look at 
the way English has called a game on the road compared to when we're at home. I mean, it's he's so much more aggressive at home. I mean, he is he's very aggressive in the way he calls a game at home. Well, so, I think the big thing with Virginia that I'm looking at is are our guys going to be able to turn around in five days, the ones that are kind of reeling with the injuries, as long as they can, as long as we don't lose any key. Like I'm, I'm telling you, you lose a guy like Brian Hudson, for example, that does change things dramatically. Yeah, it, it does. That, that would be a huge blow. So we got to hope that he can turn around in five days. I know he's been you know, getting up for the game. He's tough as nails. I know he's had a nagging knee injury that's – uh, the MCL came back negative from what I understand. So there's nothing broken from what I understand, but he's got something going on. I don't know if it's just a knee bruise or contusion. I don't know what's going on, but I, you know, only have five days. So I'll be watching that closely. And, you know, can Jamari Thrash come back? But even if he can't, we'll be all right. I just don't want a whole litany of injuries, I guess. We need to get healthy going into that Miami game. Just get, just, just beat Virginia, do what you need to do. Let's hope our guys can turn around in five days. That's I, think, I guess that's my only big hang-up is it can our team come in there and have our, our horses. And I'm not I'm not saying that I think Virginia is going to win because I, I think we're going to win the game. But we've talked yes. about, like, games that worry us going into it. And, like, I, I'm just going to be honest, like, because it's a, it's a weekday game, a Thursday night, like, it just kind of screams Brom game. And we've, you know, we don't want to talk about it that way. And I love I'm Jeff. Not Rob. I love Jeff. I love Jeff. Okay. But that's the one like real problem that we've seen throughout his coaching career is like just randomly there's one game that they just lose that they shouldn't. I'm hoping that Pitt is just the one time. I'm hoping that's it. Um, but I, th- I think we win. It just, it does worry me. It just does. So, yeah. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, but. I think that I think that this staff, I think that this team has learned their lesson with the pit game that you're not so overly dominant that you can't go into a game and not go out and play your game and go out there and, and play it like you you just you can't overlook anybody. So I think we've learned our lesson in that regard. And I you know, I think I think we'll be okay. Um you know, I just, I just don't think, I really, I, I really don't like. I, I don't expect to have Thrash next week or uh, Thursday against Virginia if the rumors are true that he had plate and screws put in his hand. That being said, I wouldn't rule him out for the Miami game, and I would say he's probably oh, for I sure gonna. He's going to play the Kentucky game. He will play the Kentucky game. Oh yeah, I, I would figure that. So you know, it's crazy, but it's like because of the position we're in with the ACC right now, so possession, second dude, place, wanna, controlling dude. our own destiny. I actually am not even looking at the UK game yet. I know Ash is. Ash, Ash has got a tick. One days. Seconds. I think he's got the seconds ticking down for exactly how many seconds there are before kickoff. But uh, oh, another turnover by NC State. Their offense is dog water. Anyway, um, I, I'm just so entrenched in like like this game right here and and beating Miami, going down there, of course, taking care of Virginia. I can't even look at UK, but I hope Jamari Thrash is back for the Miami game. We need him bad for that one. If he wants to sit out the Virginia game, we'll be fine. We got to have him for Miami. Alabama and LSU are tied at 21 at halftime. Well, 
And to keep up the score updates, USC fell behind Washington, so that's over because USC can't stop my grandma from scoring. So uh, that one's definitely over. I hope that's like – never mind, your dad's watching. Okay, well, hold up. I, I am not worried about this Virginia game at all, and, and we'll preview Virginia a little more on Wednesday. We will. But my we will. opinion is our defense has just been on upward trajectory every single game. And I have no uh, no doubts in our offensive capabilities. I don't think we have another regular season game that's within two touchdowns. I think that we win every game pretty pretty easily the rest of the regular season. Uh, and then we'll see what happens in the ACC championship game. Hey, you don't so. want to see Tony Musket on a Thursday night, boys, I'm telling you. Robbie, I'm going to say no. He says, would you sacrifice a virgin mm-hmm. loss? I think he means Virginia, but we know what's on your mind, Robbie. We so, definitely would sacrifice, would sacrifice a virgin. Losing our virginity for that, I would yeah. probably sacrifice a virgin, but I assume you mean a Virginia loss. Um, we <laughs> Throw that virgin in the volcano. I would not sacrifice a Virginia no? loss for UK right now, no, because we got an ACC championship on the line, and to see us play in that game would be just incredible. Incredible. I'd be really pissed if we lost the UK right before that game. But nonetheless, like we've beaten UK before. It's been a little while. Thanks, thanks, Sunbelt Scott. But yeah, thanks. Nonetless, Scott. nonetheless, we have beat them before. Shad, we have never Shad. played in an ACC championship game. Listen, Robbie, Macro, first, we lost that game also because of the rain. Robbie, if there wasn't a bad weather, we'd probably win that game. Virgin Connor, then yes, I will. I will sacrifice. I will make that sacrifice every day. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that all comes back to Connor every time. Poor Connor. I have to just because he's not here. Hey, we call Connor the Captain dog because he's always Captain catching Hampton. strays. What's up, boy? Captain Hampton is back. Oh, uh, and on cue, on cue, we yeah, have Connor. There he is. There he is. There he is. There's Sorry. the dog pound because he's always one. catching strays. I'm still I'm still driving, but I just dropped my girlfriend off at her house. I'm going back home. Uh, Are you okay? Oh, you sound, okay. You sound like you're holy shit. Holy shit. If you get in a wreck, that game was great. Call. I don't know if you should be driving, bro. Uh, is, he, uh, is he talking to himself? I that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm alone now so <laughs> yeah talking to yourself right <laughs> do you know right. you're on the pod <laughs> yes i do did the gov's uh, gonna win today connor um uh yes did the peabody's uh, right. get a, did the peabody's it, get a win that yes uh, okay it, in overtime against EKU, thirty-three thirty. All right. Well, we we don't want to promote unsafe driving, Connor. So we're gonna let you go, buddy. Hey, Ross did <laughs> hey, it last y'all. week. I know. Y'all. I know. I gotta get off game, here. We're having we're having a bonfire. It's been fun. I gotta get off here, Connor. Good luck, buddy. Don't crash. I'll be fine. And be safe. I love y'all. Go Cards. Oh. Go Kroger and yes, go Publix. We got some Publix coming. Yes, go sir. <laughs> tell me North Carolina State recovered that fumble. Please tell me. Yes. Now, I, here's the problem. Not, they have it at the 10-yard line, but their offense is so garbage, they'll probably just turn it back over. 
I'm I'm listening to Alabama LSU, or I was before I jumped on here. What's going on in NC State? Uh, NC State is up one, and they just got a turnover at the ten yard Miami's like ten yard line. But they should have never had been in a position because they had it and they were marching and they threw a horrible. So is the reason why we're so worried about that game because Miami, like I don't understand, if Miami's tied with us, would they have the tiebreaker? If they beat us, yes. If they they lose to this game tonight, they have three ACC losses. So even if they beat us. Well, then that would put us, yeah, okay. We'd still be ahead. So. Yeah, I'd like them just to be knocked out. and then Like a can... de facto elimination game there. Like, that's what today was. If we would have lost, it was a de facto elimination game with Virginia right. Tech. Man, right. Miami's defense is fast. Well, let me guess, Ruben Bain. No, it wasn't Ruben Bain. But uh, Garendo, I know you all have probably talked about it, but Garendo had a great fucking game today. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, he, he did. It was beautiful. If you just put him in the eye, like let him dot the eye in the backfield and get him a lead blocker, he's gone. Hey, that fullback, and I, I, I can't even remember his name. I feel terrible about forty-five back Dwayne, there. Was he it puts Dwayne his Martin? Hat on people, man. I think it's Dwayne Martin. I could be wrong. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Good grief! North Carolina State is just hot, burnt, steaming garbage on offense. It's it's pathetic. They were at the five yard line. Now they're like just going backwards. They're gonna go out of field goal range. If you want offense, you're gonna to want to turn it tune into USC Washington because that game is wild that on is offense. A little offense from NC State. If, if defense you is bringing it, if you really want an offense, you would have watched Iowa and Northwestern today. What a barn burner! That sounds it terrible. Even sound fun. Why what was that? What was on? the final score? Six to three. It was uh, zero zero, like halfway through the third quarter. Oh, my God. supervisor is from Iowa. She's an Iowa fan, and she thinks her coach did her coach get fired? They're, she, they fired their the offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. Oh, that's what she was telling but me. She real excited because she said it's been painful to watch them. And so the offensive coordinator excited. is the coach's son, is it not? It's Kirk yeah. Francis' son. Well, I'm starting to think they yeah. coach NC State. I think they already got a new job so, because NC State. Somebody. Somebody told me, was it in Discord that they said the live under of that game was like 14 and a half at halftime? That's crazy. Oh my gosh. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm not even mad at NC State. I'm just disappointed. Like, I I saw a lot today that told me that this team is better than we all thought they were. 100%. If you can play without your without what four starters that are not a hundred percent and one being total five starters and one being totally out i i think that says a lot oh yeah yeah for sure Mm -hmm. and like brian you have you all played the presser yet no uh not yet they're good defense evan but the problem is north carolina North Carolina State has a terrible offense, man. Like that interception but, on the last drive when they were marching was just a terrible throw. So at the end, Jeff says, and I quote, you'll have to amputate Brian Hudson's leg for him not to be in the game. All right. Well, that answers it going forward. <laughs> so every time he comes up as questionable, I'm just going to assume he's playing. Well, so I was talking to mom and dad after the game, and they're like, when it came out on game day, we're like, huh? We talked to him last night. What are they talking about? Well, yeah, it came like, from a pod, somebody else's, not our pod, but some 
Yeah, well, I told Brian, I was like, listen, like, it came from Rutherford. Like, he said it yesterday on his podcast. Which he never, to, 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 to Mike's credit, he never said he was definitely out. He just said he was hearing he could be out. Um, and, yeah. I mean, that that is the case. I mean, we all know, I mean, Mike's close with that coaching staff, so it's not, not terribly surprising anytime when did, he I says did. something that it could potentially happen. I did. I did see our uh, favorite uh, quarterbacks uh, dad tonight. Shout out Steve Clarkson. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Was he enjoying so he himself? Was yeah, he was down there. Uh, I talked to him, said thanks for the recruiting class last year, and he looked at me and said, "We're not done. Just wait." Good, awesome, good to hear. Do oh. we uh, do we want to go to Jeff Brom? press conference yes we would okay. love to i'll get that queued up i love a post win press conference it's it's rather long those are always the best honest. ones yes here oh we got patrick in here we'll get our guys not sure if they were going to play uh, but i give our guys a lot of credit uh, all of them try right uh, to get ready I don't know about that hat, man. <laughs> I don't care for the hat that much, but the hoodie was badass, though. The camo hoodie was beautiful. I think it goes with the camo hoodie a lot. That's probably it probably does. played as much, rose to the challenge, stepped up in their numbers call from our running back room, from our receiver room, from our defensive back room. At least it ain't a freaking uh, visor. They lost on a two point conversion today. Very too. good point. Uh, the cares, uh, they came ready to play, uh, and it was another really great win in front of a tremendous crowd that was into it, and uh, and our players feed off of it. So uh, you know, very proud of them, and it was a really good day of football. You ever notice? You could pause real quick. You ever notice he's always really upbeat about our crowd, even when we don't feel mm -hmm. the, like he's the first coach to do it. I remember. Uh, Petrino complained about it a little bit. Charlie used to be Charlie Strong about it all said the time. we were worse than UK fans and we need to be more like them. That was the worst one. I know Coach Satterfield alluded to it too passively because he always alluded to things passively, but he had made comments about not showing out. Satterfield doesn't get to I, bitch about it because he gave us absolutely nothing to show up for. Oh, I'm with you. I'm just saying, like, this is the first coach. He doesn't have to look up there and see every ass in the seat to know that, like, they're. We are growing. That that probably comes from being one of us. He knows listen, listen. what we came we're, from to get to at least this point, and he knows Rome wasn't built in a day. You keep doing what you're doing. It won't be long. I don't think we're ever going to sell out every single game. Most most places don't do that anymore in today's era. But I do think we can get to the point where we're bringing 55k plus every game. Yeah, but it's going to take. Were you at the game? Success. I was not at the game. No. So. None of you all were at the game, right? No, I had an event. I couldn't go. Stupid. So, when there's we're cards chance breaking out in the bathroom, that that's when you know we're fucking back. I mean, look, I don't want to go into too deep of a tangent on attendance. And it, for me personally, like, I can't really complain about it because I wasn't at the game either. Now that's going to change next year. I just bought season tickets, um, so I'll be there at the games next year. But for this year, like it's hard for me to really complain about attendance because 
I'm not helping the cause either. So I, yeah. I wasn't going. But I've been a few. Had an event. I hope I can go to the UK game. It's just going to take some time to build that back up. Like in the in the peak of the strong era, and you know, even like Bobby 2.0, like for the big games and a lot of the other games, like the attendance was great. And you know that's because we had great teams and we had it was consistency. It's going to take some time to build that up. You know the Satterfield era was boring and vanilla as it could possibly be. Um, yes. So when you come from four years of that to this, it's just going to take a while. And luckily we have the guy that can build that up. So it's going to take some time, but I think he's the one that will finally build that back up. And you're going to see, you know, 52, 53k be the absolute minimum. Um, and a lot more sellouts. It's just it'll happen. It's just going to take time. All right, let's I didn't roll. see a final number. What was the final number today? Forty nine point two k. All right, we ready to roll? Yeah, you guys have yeah, given up play. a touchdown. I think in one hundred twenty three minutes. Um, what have you seen from the defense? One hundred twenty three. Well, I know I've explained it a few times before, not to get technical, but. Uh, you know, we've prepared hard in the offseason to get uh, a plan together uh, that we believed in, that some of it's traditional, some of it's not. Uh, and we wanted to be multiple in what we did. Uh, and I just think to talk generalities, it's about getting pressure on the quarterback. It's about uh, getting, fr- getting in front of receivers and not allowing free releases, uh, easy completions, uh, making the quarterback hold it a little bit longer than he would like to. Uh, that will allow our, our defense uh, to get in there uh, and create sacks and get after the quarterback. Uh, our linebackers have been able to play downhill, play multiple fronts. We shift, we stem, we move, we disguise coverages, and all those things matter. You know, from a former quarterback and someone on offense, you know, I know what we don't like to see. And uh, I think right now our defense are doing a lot of those things that you don't want to see, uh, and they're doing it very well. So eventually, of course, teams will game plan and try to do things but we do a lot so you know you can prepare for a few things but it's hard to prepare for all of it and we have some wrinkles every week that we throw in there so i just think uh, our coaches have done a great job our players because we've worked this for so long understand it they know it we get the calls in they execute it and we're in the right position at the right time um you know we play well now i do think playing complimentary football has helped us uh we've gone back to pounding the ball, running the ball, controlling the clock, trying to get positive plays, trying to get up early uh, and not have turnovers and give them something easy. Uh, and when that happens, it allows your defense to tee off even more. So I just think all those things matter, complimentary football and unselfish play by some of our you know, receivers and skill guys on offense mean a lot. And eventually we're going to need to chuck it around a, you know, a lot as well. But right now it's, it's very good complimentary football. Um, I just want to pause it real quick. Just, just so I can understand, everybody in the chat, let me know. Do we need to turn this up a little bit, or is it too loud? I'm seeing, like, mixed comments. So in the chat, let me know. Do we need to turn this up? Can you all hear it? I think he was just really quiet, honestly, because it sounded like that on 93.9 earlier, too. Um, I see I see. Trent says it's a little quiet. Robbie, I see you made a comment. Did, is it quiet for you, too, or no? Evan says it's fine. Okay, seems fine. Well, I'll, turn it, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will turn it up a little bit on my computer because I've noticed when I do that, it plays through my mind. Well, I, I can turn it up a little here too. Oh, this might can. make a difference, yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Jeff, a lot of teams uh, are going through some kind of attrition right now with injuries or what have you. Um, did you feel comfortable? Like, how, how well did you feel equipped to handle that with, with some of the depth, especially guys that you got uh, in the transfer portal? What was the last part, especially the guys that have? Right. Well, you know what? Uh, you try not to think uh, too much of what you have to get done at the very end. We just. You know, when we got here, we knew we had to go look at the transfer portal and help improve our team. And I don't think that really changes every year. You know, you analyze your team. You try to help it improve and get better. Uh, you may need some positions. You may not. But at the same time, you always need depth. You always need guys that can help you play. And if there's guys that are really good players that want to come here and play that we think can help us, we're going to add them to the mix as long as we can fit them in. Uh, and we're fair to everybody. We give everybody a fair chance. Our players on the team know when we bring them in, if you're playing well, and does that sound louder? Be out there. If someone else comes in and yeah. playing better, then they're going to be out there. And we'd like to play a lot. Uh, so, in a perfect yeah, world, we can play a lot of guys and see on defense. We rotate a lot of guys uh, on the defensive line. We've been able to play a lot of guys in the secondary because we've had injuries. Uh, we can rotate at the linebacker position. We haven't as much, but we can. Uh, our nickel positions, we rotate that. Uh, so, we have built depth, and that's through development of our team, some experience, and then the transfer portal on offense. We needed to get more depth on the offensive line. We went out and got it, and uh, they've done a good, really good job. And uh, so proud of that. We needed to get a few more receivers uh, to add to the mix. We did. We got uh, Isaac in the running back room. He helped. I mean, every little uh, thing matters. We got Jack at quarterback, uh, uh, you know, even the tight end position. Um, with Joey, you know, he's athletic. We're trying to get him involved a little bit more. So I just think all those things matter. It's nothing more than selling this program and what we can do for guys and help them achieve their goals and you got to attack it uh, every day and it can get uh, tiresome but uh, you know coaching matters but uh, you know you have to have players and uh, you know I think we've been able to, to build some depth at uh, key positions and it's helped us. Something I did notice today. that Juar would be able to go no, today. Pause it real quick. Something I did notice today Joey Gatewood got on the field a lot more than he normally does. I yeah. think he's starting to learn the blocking schemes a little bit, which, uh, you know, the less predictable he is, like before, it's like if you, Joey Gatewood goes out there, you know it's going to be a pass because he couldn't, he didn't know the blocking schemes yet. That's yeah. my hypothesis. That's, my, that's what I think was the case since he was a quarterback. But if he can really learn to uh, – this is his last year, which is a damn shame. I really wish we could have got him a year ago, put him in the tight end position, and then been able to do what we're doing. Did we lose somebody? Oh, Ash, Ash fell off. Um, let me let me fix these banners while we're talking. But I, I was I was really off. hoping when we, when we went for it on fourth that he was about to do what? Joey Gatewood tush push. I thought that's what that was about to happen. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna take it all off. Then there we go. Um, yeah, yeah. You, I I would have loved to. That's what I think we need to do on a future fourth and inches is a Joey Gatewood. Tush push since he was a quarterback. I don't remember who came up with that idea. That was Pat. Pat. Okay. That was a good idea. I remember thinking that. All right. Let's continue. And moving forward, what you saw from Isaac today, what does it do for, for his confidence and your confidence? Maybe you, know, you have to deal with that situation. If that's kind of a lingering thing with you are. Well, unfortunately, we had uh, at least a handful of guys that, uh, you know, were nicked up at the end of the last game that, uh, you know, we had concerns about. And, uh, Today's age, you know, you don't want to tell the other team too much what's going on because there were some pivotal positions. Um, 
so we tried to get them ready as fast as we could, which really just meant rehabbing them, and they didn't really practice. Uh, you know, I give Jawar a lot of credit. You know, he, he's, he's he's nicked up in multiple spots. Uh, he tried to give it a go. Uh, uh, he went out there and played. Uh, luckily, Isaac and, and Maurice stepped in and, and kind of took it over. It didn't We didn't have to use him as much, uh, so that was great to see. Uh, so I'm proud of that uh, running back room. Uh, at the receiver position, you know, Jamari couldn't go. When, when can he go? I don't know. Um, you know, Jaden has worked hard and he stepped in kind of, he's been his backup all year and had the touchdown catch, caught another one down low. didn't have to throw the ball a lot. Our other receivers played hard. Uh, they've been unselfish. I'm sure they like to catch more balls. Um, and we'd like to throw more balls to them. But right now the formula that we've used has been efficient and, and effective. And uh, so they've been very unselfish. It's a lineman that couldn't practice at all that sucked it up and, and went to the game again. Uh, and in the secondary, we were down some spots there. Uh, Storm stepped in and did well, and then he got hurt a little bit, uh, had to come in and get a shot or whatever he had to get done, and some other guys came in. So, you know, that's that right, time Rob, of the Storm year. You know, we try not to make excuses. It's going to happen to everybody. Everybody has injuries. Uh, you get the next guy in there, and they got to go play. And uh, you know, I'm proud of today. They, they went in there and played well. Uh, hey, pause, pause it real quick because I'm, I'm going to hop off here in a second. Um, so his point about Jamari, Jamari messed up his other hand from opposite the one that he did against Pittsburgh. So he has two hand issues what? now or? Dang. Yes, correct. That's some bad luck, man. That is really bad, actually. Yeah. So I just got home. I'll let y'all have at it. Go cards. Great game today. I'm thinking about driving up Thursday. We'll see if that happens or not. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll yes, see. sir. Thanks, good thanks for being good on, talking Connor. to you, brother. Well, we're going to go out with one, and we're going to put Patrick on while we're filing people in. Pat, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? All right. We're going to get through this uh, press conference, and then we'll – We'll talk, but I just seem to uh, find his groove, especially defensively. Uh, you know, while Ashton gets a lot of the attention, seems like everybody's making plays. Uh, TJ Quinn made an unbelievable interception today. What makes the defense so good? And so many guys seem to come in and play so well, just from a pass rush standpoint, defensing the run and in the passing game. Well, believe it or not, in my opinion, uh, we first off, we, we coached better. Um, I didn't think I coached well in the Pittsburgh game. Um, we were too aggressive. We had turnovers. gave the team the gave the other team the ball. On defense, we were probably too aggressive. Uh, let them throw it over our head. So we needed to coach better. So now that we're coaching better, uh, you know our players are executing very well. Uh, we're a little more conservative in our approach, believe it or not. Uh, but we're smarter in what we're doing. Uh, while still being aggressive to a certain degree, and our guys are executing. So right now. We really haven't had to, um, you know, open the playbook, so to speak, in the passing game. We really haven't had to you know, bring the house, so to speak, on defense. We've just kind of ran our package. Uh, so I just think uh, because of that, they understand it. They're playing well. Uh, the mixture of all the things we've done has helped us kind of throw the offense and defense off. And I just think, you know, it starts with me and our coaches and our players have done a really good job. Can we pause there real quick? Yes. Uh, you know, that segment right there, I want to make two points. One, man, it, and I talked about this Wednesday, but it's so refreshing hearing that accountability from 
Jeff talking about, hey, yeah, you know, we're coaching better, and I made some mistakes in that pit game. I, you know, I don't think we've had a coach since I've been a fan that really, you know, would say that. And it's as a fan, it's refreshing to hear that, hey, yeah, I've made some mistakes and, and I've improved on them. And, you know, it's not the player's fault all the time. Sometimes coaches make mistakes, too. So that's one big thing. And then also we're talking about, you know, all these people stepping up on defense. And I've got to say, man, our defensive depth this year is probably the best it's been since the strong days, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. When you have the ability to put in like an all ACC performer at corner and storm duck, because your top guy's injured like that, that just speaks volumes and storm. I thought had an excellent day today. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what's been the most impressive or exciting part about his growth this season? Well, TJ, uh, I mean, it's 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 eerie. He, he reminds me so much of his dad, who I played with. Um, his dad was hard nosed. He was tough. He would hit you harder than anybody could hit you. He didn't say boo <clears throat> boo, but he worked his butt off. And uh, you know, TJ, you know, it's probably even better. Uh, he's been a starter for us. He plays hard. He's all over the field. He'll tackle. He'll run. He'll work his tail off. You can coach him hard if you want to. You can lead him in the right way, and he'll continue to do it. He's unselfish as well. His teammates love him. So he's just a really good leader that I don't think has played a whole lot to this year, but we've thrown him in there. And, uh, you know, he's been, uh, you know, a big difference maker for us each and every week. And, uh, you know, somebody that we rely on and count on to play well uh, because he helps us win. That's pretty Jeff, cool. I didn't realize he Jeff played with TJ's dad. Really efficient day today, 11 of 12. What have you liked from him after the bye 11 of 12. Well, I think uh, Jack uh, really did a really good job again. That's two weeks in a row. And, uh, you know, you can say, well, we didn't throw it a whole lot. Well, you know what? We, we, we've we asked to, to um, change up the formula a little, a little bit and see if it's effective. Got 34 um, he's points. He's care of the ball. He's made good decisions. He's got us can in the right play. He's got us in the right play in the run game. He's um, very smart in his approach to the game. Uh, he's distributed the ball accurately when he's had to. Um, and like I told him, you know, we're going to have some games at some point. We're going to have to air it out, and you're going to have to be efficient and throw a bunch of darts and, 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 and all those things and still not turn over very much. But uh, he's done a great job. I mean, uh, because of his experience, because of his knowledge, his intelligence, because he wants to win so bad, and the fact that he's a really good teammate, he does what we've asked him. And he's understands his offense as good as me, if not better. Uh, and when you have that guy out there on the field, uh, it really helps. So I just uh, really proud of his performance and, and really our, all of our quarterbacks have worked hard and we feel comfortable putting any of them in. Jeff, you, you mentioned that you guys are playing complimentary football right now, but it almost feels like the offense and the defense are almost feeding off of each other. And, you know, when, when good teams can, can have that, it can kind of reach another level. Do you sense that they're doing that? I think so. I mean, I think this team has really gelled together lately very well. Um, I think they understand what we're good at, what we're trying to do, what we need to improve at, and then we go out there and, and, and do what we do best and, and, and hope that it works. And if we got to adjust, then we we adjust. But I just think uh, special teams have done a really good job as well. All three segments have uh, stepped up and uh, performed at a high level the last few weeks. 
they understand that each and every week the bar gets raised due to your performance and you have to come out and do it again. Uh, so we challenge our guys every week, man. You can't, uh, you know, rest on what happened last week or what you've done in the past. It's about what are you going to do in the future? What are you going to do today? Uh, that's what matters. That's what everyone wants to see. So don't um, doubt that you can play better than you have. Uh, if you are, you're, you're cheating yourself. So I just think we challenge our guys to raise the bar each and every week. Uh, they've stepped up to the challenge. It will continue to uh, bar will have to be raised even higher, and we'll see just, just how high we can take it. If you've talked about Brian's toughness before, how much has he one more time? Oh yeah, Brian Hudson. You've oh. talked about his toughness before. How much has he shown you as a leader this season to keep going out there and, and play? Well, with Brian, uh, you know, he's not able to practice a whole lot during the week. When we get to some walkthrough stuff, he he kind of goes through it and takes mental reps. I um, mean, you'd have to amputate his leg for him not to play. I mean, that's like he he's going to go out on the field and play. Like uh, of all the people, like. What Brian has, what Doug Mary has, is going to play in the game on, on Saturday. I mean, that's just kind of what you get, which is impressive uh, because that's a hard job playing center, making all the calls. You still got to be athletic. Uh, you still got to get some type of mental work or film work to make sure you're ready to go. It's hard not to, you know, be able to practice as much as you like. Uh, but, you know, he's he's got experience, he's got knowledge. Uh, he's a, also a, a quiet team leader uh, who, exemplifies what that position is all about. Just toughness and grit, uh, unselfishness. Uh, doesn't matter whether he's healthy or not, he's going to be on the field. So very, very proud of him. And so is our team. Our team looks up to him. He's a really good leader. Um, real quick, uh, I do, if we want to talk about Brian some more, because I, I completely agree with what Jeff's saying. But Macro says in the chat, hit the like button for another Cards win and JoJo Stone joining the Afros. Macro. That's exactly right, brother. Hit the like button, subscribe, guys, if you haven't already. Uh, but yeah, back to what Jeff was saying. Like Brian Hudson, man, he's just an Iron Man. He's seriously like, it's super impressive to know that he's been dealing with all these nagging injuries and he just keeps suiting up again, again and again. Um, I'm, I'm so proud of of Brian Hudson and his leadership ability all year long. It's it's super impressive, super impressive. You have to know he wanted to get out there bad tonight playing Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, impressive as always. We love we love post game press conferences after a big W. <laughs> They're always the best ones. So, Patrick, you weren't really on earlier. What, what was your take? Obviously, the score and the and the game itself are pretty self explanatory. But what was your biggest takeaway? I mean, I think the. Uh... The adaptability of our coaching staff and the play calling, I think, is the the biggest takeaway, you know, carried over from the Duke game. Um, you know, controlling the the ball with and the clock with the run, knowing that you've got a defense that that's gonna keep the other team off the board. You know, I mean that's that's not something you've seen in a Brahm team in his coaching career, really. So that uh, I'm impressed with that adaptability and also, you know, salute to, to the players like uh plumber and our receivers who have to sacrifice for that, you know, style. Um, <clears throat> I think, you know, that shows a lot uh, 
of how close this team is with each other and how they just want to win. So, I mean, that's kind of why I took away, you know, obviously another great game where we kick some ass, man. I mean, that, that final score is awesome. I thought the uh, the crowd again, you know, <laughs> you're going to get people who complain about it, but, you know, 50K strong every week in Brahms' first year after we've had a lot of down years is – that's 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 a good job by our, yeah. our fan base, and I think it'll grow in the upcoming years as there there's going to be a lot more hype going into the years, and, and um, so I'm sure season ticket sales will will continue to rise. But yeah, no, a, a fun atmosphere, a fun game to watch, uh, um, and and short turnaround next week. But I'm glad we've got Virginia, and then hopefully that leads to a longer turnaround for Miami so you can hopefully get a little healthy and have some more time to prepare for that game. So, Man, I didn't – Jamari Thrash, I didn't realize he hurt his other hand. It's like, I don't know if he's playing his hand weird when he – I don't know what's going on with that. It's just kind of odd. It's probably, it's probably just sheer coincidence. But man, that yeah. sucks. That he's, he has both of his – two hand injuries of both hands, obviously. So, I don't know, hopefully we can get him back. Like I said, I think if we can rest him – against Virginia and take care of business, but I think we'll need him against Miami and I, we'll need him to be able to play the way he can play. I, I don't want to go to Miami without Jamari Thrash. Mm-hmm. If we can avoid that. I mean, obviously if he can't play, he can't play. I'm just saying, I hope that's not the case. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, was- I, we, we just had Neil's comment on there about Ron English. Um, who's obviously done a tremendous job after receiving a lot of hate from me included at the beginning of the year. And one thing I kind of wonder is, you know, this continues throughout the end of the year is, is Ron English going to get a call from a, you know, big, I mean, not saying we're not a big time school, but a, oh, you know, a big time like, school. Uh, Michigan state perhaps, or. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe even, yeah, maybe, maybe even get, you know, a, a, a head coaching look at a, at a smaller school. Who knows? I mean, I know he's an older guy, so that might be out of the question, but it, it's an interesting thing to think about. Hopefully he'll he keep it going he'll and we keep some dudes reaching out. I, yeah, I, I can they, see I mean, it for sure. Do, do they have a – I don't know. I'm, I assume they have an award for defensive coordinator of the year. I don't know if they yeah, do He not. has to be up but there. But if they I do, mean, he, he, has, to be, has, he to has to be in the top five of that, I would think, considering yeah. his first season, how it's gone. Now, obviously, you have to close it strong. You can't just go in the season with a bunch of high-scoring games for the opponent. But based on his trajectory and what he's done, if, the, if we continue like this – it's really hard not to not to imagine he would be in that conversation for that. But yeah, he's gonna have some. I mean, if he keeps if they keep it up and if they close strong like we're hoping they do, then yeah, you'd have to think there's gonna be some big schools knocking on our door. I just you just have to hope. Here's the thing. Now, I mean, he he was at Purdue with Coach Brom and he came back to Louisville and he claims he really liked it here. And I mean, Coach Brom brought him here with him, even though a lot of us were kind of skeptical of bringing them. So that being said, I hope he, I hope there is some loyalty, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not the kind of fan that's going to be jaded and upset and bitter if he takes a different position. I, I do hope he sticks around at this point, which is just crazy because, you know, saying that it's a kind of like hypocritical almost after the beginning of the year when we're like the off season, we're like, why don't we go with somebody else? Yeah. 
I mean, Robbie's out here throwing around uh, dollars, man. Mm. He's, he's going to get Rob, Ron Rob, paid. Robbie's going to get, get him paid. Robbie's going to get Ron the bag. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want to make donations, man, I'll, I'll send you my Venmo. You know, I got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we said, don't guys, want you to leave, Robbie. Just stay right no, here. On the Robbie, just stay with us, brother. We don't I want mean, you said, to leave. Guys, I didn't know if you guys had anything else y'all wanted to talk about before we wrap up tonight. Well, uh, guys, we do. We would be remiss, I think. I know it's been a great, uh, a great show so far, talking about the win. But I think we would be remiss if we at least didn't touch on any predictions for Monday night um, because we won't have an episode between now and the, and the first uh, basketball game of the season. Um, any thoughts on what uh, you guys expect to happen Monday night? Oh, man. Uh, no thoughts. Uh, I don't know uh, what to expect. I, I really I, don't. I don't, we I don't see how anybody could even make a prediction. Like, what do you, what, what do you expect to happen? I have no clue, but we, I could see us, Winning by 20, I could see us losing by 10. I, I could see literally any option on the table. I could see it all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know what to I'm going to go yeah. into the game with an open mind and, and watch it play out. I, I'm not going to make any prediction or have any expectation, but I just want to see what happens. Yeah. And that's if, what I'm going to go into. Maybe they'll blow us see. away. Maybe we'll be all surprised and coming on Wednesday night. Just I raving hope, about how good they played. Who knows? I hope be, so. Just be a, a detached spectator. That would be my advice. Just kind of yeah. check it out. I mean, obviously yeah. we're fans, but you know, don't get still don't get to be invested. determined for our, our followers whether or not we'll have a post game Monday night. That's still undetermined. So, but keep an eye out. We'll we'll let you guys know. All right. With that being said, guys, I think we're going to wrap this up. Big win. We're really rolling. Sole possession of second place in the ACC. And, you know, take care of business Thursday, get a week and a half off, big game going into Miami. That being said, guys, uh, I think we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to end it with a go cards. Go cards. Hit go like cards. and subscribe, guys. Go like, and subscribe. like and subscribe. Turn on the bell so anytime we come on here, you can see us and know that we're coming on. We try to come on here every Wednesday at 9, but we have post games. Sometimes we have emergency pods, so you want to turn those notifications on. Thank you guys so much, as always. And hit that like button on this particular episode, too, guys. Thank you. Go Cards.